Doesn't matter. I edit it. I edit it. <laughs> That's true. That is true. We out here, Big Jared on the boards, Ed- editing it, making it crispy clean. <laughs> And welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 132, and today we're going to be talking about balling out and going on some expensive vacations, and also discuss what we are willing and not willing to spend money on while we're on vacation and traveling. So we tend to do budget tips on this episode. If you're here for budget tips, you are listening to the wrong episode because today we are talking about getting luxurious and lavish and extra extravagant. So we hope you enjoy this episode. And if you've got a little money burning a hole in your pocket, then this is the episode for you because we are going to be talking about some very pricey travel destinations. And so my buddy who is a baller and a shot caller, Jared, without further ado, what's going on, Jared? Hello. We are both ballers and shot callers. You know, I've been getting a lot of emails at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com uh, asking, hey, Jared, why why do you do all these uh, budget episodes? I am a baller <laughs> and shot caller, like I know you are, first of all, who you're lying to everyone that you need these budget tips. Please appeal to your core audience and uh, tell us about living a lavish life of luxury and how we can do it both at home and also while traveling. And I said, well, we'll start with traveling because that's what we know. Um, if you want to see the lives of luxury that Chad and I don't live, follow us on Instagram, <laughs> on Transplantable Podcast. Uh, or you can follow us on Twitter, uh, on Twitter. Uh, Untranslatable uh, one, one, the number one. I'm sorry, I had a blackout moment there for a hot sec. Oh my gosh. Uh, I was just thinking about all the poor people listening. and So sad. I feel sorry <laughs> oh, for you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, or you could also please spread a little love. You know, I'm friendly. So how about you guys uh, also be friendly and uh, give us five-star reviews. I wish I would have said the other thing after I asked for the five-star reviews. Um <laughs> I had a, a very. Yeah, a I actually had a. Speak, well, before we get into living lives of luxury, I had a uh, budget life of luxury. One thing I've been enjoying about uh, being back in Michigan is really soaking in like the Michigan vibes. I've done a lot of very Michigan related things. I go to Detroit a lot. I went to a Tigers game recently. Went to Ludington, which is a, it was just a uh, like a town on the uh, on Lake Michigan, um, on the west side. On the west side, yes, that's where like Michigan is. Um, we're we're going to go to Apple Orchard soon, which is a classic Michigan oh, thing you to have do, to, come, especially uh, in the fall. Come fall. So in my mind, it's a little early because it's still a little warm out. But, but then as I was thinking the other day, first of all, you don't have to go once. There's a bunch of them that, here. That is true. And uh, so how about I go once now and once later? So maybe I'll do that. Um, but one thing I, or two things I did this weekend was I went to Radwood. Do you remember I went to Radwood in Philadelphia? It was the car show, 80s and 90s oh, yeah. cars. Yeah, yeah. I went to um, one here in Philadelphia, or excuse me, in Detroit. They travel all around the the U.S. Actually, the world. They've been to the, uh, Europe, too. And um, what I like about it, you know, I'm a car nerd. Yeah, we get it. All right, stop making fun of me, everyone. Um, <laughs> and so I like looking at the cars and stuff. But what I also like about it is they find, like, um, 
cool locations to do it at. So in Philadelphia, it was at the Navy Yard, and it was this cool um, sort of, uh, how would I explain it? I don't even know how you really explain it. It was like this cool sort of like park area, but it was very, like had a historical vibe to it. Um, I think it was actually for the Navy, so there you go. And then also um, here in Detroit, it was on the uh, Detroit Riverfront lawn, and so it was like overlooking the river, and it was a beautiful. So that's where hot. that picture came from. Uh, on a, yes, it did. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Okay. I was at a car show. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah. So um, and then also I went to uh, the Ferndale Art Show too. I almost bought art, but uh, I'm a cheap. Look at you. I got scared. You classy I mean, culture dude. Look at you. To be fair, I literally can't avoid it. Like uh, it's <laughs> three minute walk from my home. But that's true. Uh, it was cool. I love that stuff. And it, it was actually, I called it the art fair. That's not fair. It was the DIY fest. So it was way much more than art. Uh, I so, mean, it was all art. Okay, it was cool. way much more than what you, people might consider like quote, a painting. Quote, art. Right. Right. Uh, but it was a lot, of cool, uh, a lot of cool stuff. And um, I love that stuff. But I wish I uh, knew how to establish like a value on things that are going to have no use other than like a... Uh, like decorative uh, visual stuff. things yeah yeah i saw right. a piece i really really wanted and it's not even that i couldn't afford it it was just like oh i have like clothes in my um in my like amazon uh shopping cart that i've had there for weeks that i've just been looking at that i couldn't right. get instead of this or i could get this one and i was like but i'm gonna use those clothes and <laughs> i still bought the clothes either just to be clear but uh right and i'm like i'm not what i like i like this art piece but like it's 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 hard for me to justify something that I'm just gonna look at, even though I really did like it, and I regret not getting it now. But well, um, n- now you know, and I have yeah, I have no idea how to assign value for those things either. Um, but you know, it's all about like one thing I wish I would have done when I came here, and I've heard this from people, and I didn't do this in the Czech Republic, but for some reason, I wish I would have done it here. Is I obviously couldn't bring like art. I'm not mm-hmm. balling to the point where I'm traveling in first <laughs> class and can just bring a painting overseas with me to China. But uh, I do wish I would have bought, uh, brought a few posters and some pictures of friends and family just because my oh, apartment really? here in China, as you can tell here, I'll duck out of the camera real quick. As you can tell, it's for all of our viewers on YouTube, you can see it. But there's, I'm just surrounded by sterile white walls. Um, but you're... So, um your Czech apartment didn't have much more luxury to it. I mean, not luxury, yeah, excuse me. I didn't mean, I mean to say luxury. Had, Ho- hominess is what I meant to say. Sorry, I'm thinking about luxury. I, th- I, th- I think you, right. I think you've, like, actually my apartment in the Czech Republic had a ton of stuff. Um, there was, like, a there was a, a painting in my room. There's a painting in the uh, empty guest room. I think there were. I, I respect you. Right, that's fair. Um, it was probably messy anyway, so it's probably good <laughs> you didn't go in there. But uh, even the living room had the little picture frames by the clock. There was a plant. Um, so there was some stuff. Whereas here, it's just white and blank. Right. Uh, so we can so hear I'm it through your to, microphone. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm hoping to pimp my place a little bit and get some, get some, maybe find some like cheap. Um, little decoration, not decorations, but like paintings or, or like a poster and hang it on my walls. I also need to ask if I'm even allowed to do that. I would imagine so, um, but I'm going to so ask and see. What would you do? Would you, how would you bring it home? 
That's my concern for I mean, ours. It'll, it'll probably just be stuff I won't bring home. So that's why I'd like to find a couple cheap posters. You know, okay. find like a cool. Well, oh, if it's I a cool you. tap. If it's a cool tapestry, that'd be easy to take home. You just fold it up and put it in your bag. I have a cool piece of art right here. It used to be behind me in the uh, Harry Potter closet. It looks like a sort of a beautiful Swedish or Scandinavian scape, uh, but like right. in spring or something like that. Mm. And I framed it with a five dollar frame, and I bought it from IKEA because it was in like the section right before you leave where they get the gotcha stuff. That's I how saw they, it yeah, for oh, literally yeah. three three dollars, and I was like, I'll get it. <laughs> There you go. And uh, it Good looks great. Buys. I love it. It makes I I, I right. still like looking at it. And that was eight dollars exactly. in total. That's not bad. I, that's yeah. a pretty good deal. I mean, the thing is, once I once I get my uh, Chinese bank account set up, then I will be able to order everything and anything <laughs> online. <laughs> this and, saga of not having a Chinese bank account is uh, real. Intense. Oh, it's been ter- it's been terrible, dude. Ha- have you not so, gotten paid yet? I get paid today. Speaking of luxury and being lavish, I get paid in cash today. Oh, they pay you in cash. Now that's and luxury what I'll do, right there. Right now, what I'll do is once I come back from Mongolia, and we can <laughs> right. Jared's licking his finger. <laughs> exactly. Right. Next. Just making it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come to my apartment and just make it rain. Especially because the currency is different here, so you can get a lot more. And then the um, aftermath it'll, it'll of be a you fat looking stack under of your bills. sofa. <laughs> right right um Am I, I already have a, a couple <laughs> i already have a couple stash places for sure because uh, when i came here uh, i had a decent amount of cash because they told us bring bring a lot of cash and i went through it pretty quickly but there were a lot of costs i didn't factor in like i had to pay for my medical check which was 400 rmb i had to pay for my phone and there was like a startup fee so that was 300 rmb so we're already looking at 700 rmb what else do I have to pay for? And I if had you're to gonna, pay what's for, the translation on that? Uh, well, let me look. I have like a little converter thingy right here. Um, so 400 RMB is roughly... I mean, it's not a lot of money. 400 RMB is $56. Uh, <laughs> okay. three, so that was for See, my medical not, check. Although it sounds way worse when you do say it in um, RMB. Right. Right. Or 300 RMB, RMB, RMB is 42 no, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. uh, and then, and then my phone. I pay 99 RMB a month for unlimited data, and that is 13 dollars, 13 US dollars. Okay, um, it's actually not so it's bad. not bad. But, but the thing is, is that like I only brought. Not I think I brought. Though. Let's put it that way. Right, I brought 6,300 RMB with me, which at the time when I had the currency, uh, so like I did like a swap at my bank. It was about a thousand dollars. Um, so 6,300 RMB was about a thousand dollars. Um, and that was enough to last me until, uh, last Saturday. I've been here almost a month, so that's not too bad. Okay. Um, especially with some of the unexpected costs that I should have known, but I just didn't know what they would cost. And that's all a part of the learning curve of being in a new place and not knowing, mm-hmm. you know, different administrative fees and stuff like that. But um, there have been a few times, though, Jared, when I took a cab to the train station because I was in Beijing over the weekend. And when I took the cab to the train station, I only had a 100 RMB bill. And the cab driver looks at me and he holds up his phone like, do you have WeChat pay? And I'm like, nope, (laughs) this is all you got. And uh, he didn't have enough cash to give me change. So, of course, he transferred me on WeChat, which doesn't work for me. So I basically had to eat 30 RMB, which is about five bucks. Um, Damn, that's but, a big hit. But 
Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's a part so of... So he just sent you know, he just sent money to nowhere? Or maybe you'll get it once your bank account is set up. No, because the way it works is okay. so they send you a transfer. You have to accept the transfer and you have... Well, maybe I'll have to look, but I thought there's like a certain time window there when they, when you can accept the transfer. Now. Probably is. But I have him on WeChat, so I once I get the WechatPay, I can <laughs> You're tell gonna him. Look, hit him up? I, I probably will because why not? Why not? I want every cent I can get, Jared. So I'll hit him up. But, tips um, to maximize your dollar before you find tips to um, waste the maximum amount of dollars. Right. <laughs> Right. Um, or use So now what I do, though, is way. if I take a cab, I make sure I have every like denomination. So I'll have ones, fives, wow. tens, twenties, fifties, and hundreds. Um, You're only going to get so that, once, people. That's right. That's right. Um, so yeah, Are and the then even last bills? night. What? Are the ones bills? All bills? Yeah. Ones are, yeah, these are all bills. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Yeah, these, Coins these are, are all bills. And they're all different colored bills as well, right. which is different pretty sizes? cool. Different sizes as well. Hundreds mm. the biggest. The U.S. I, I, the U.S. I mean, needs di- to be doing this. I don't know if I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the different sizes, but I could get down with different colors. Even okay, though the green enough. does look cool, an American dollar does yeah. look cool. Right, that's true. Um, but yeah, even last night though, buddy, when I went to dinner, um, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on the pod before, but I found a really good halal restaurant here that has pictures and English below the pictures. Um, oh, of I think you what did mention they that. Have. Yes. Yeah. So I went there last night for dinner because the, the portions are pretty decent. It's very cheap. Um, and so I eat half of it there and then take half at home. So that's going to be my lunch today. But I paid with a 50 there. Uh, it was 16 RMB. You know, I would think they would have, let me do my quick math here. That'd be 34 RMB, right? Yeah, 34 RMB. Uh, you would think they would have 34 RMB in cash. They didn't. So the, the the dude had to run to like a place next door and get smaller denominations of the 50 and then bring it back. No one wants people your dirty all, money, Chad. That's right. Yeah, they all pay <laughs> with, wants uh, with WeChat pay. Like, why are you exactly. giving us this? Now Pretty we soon go to I bank. won't have to, Jared, and then I'm never going to have cash on me ever again. You're gonna I just better hope to God my hope, my phone battery doesn't die. You're gonna definitely carry around at least two portable chargers with you at all times. I know how you work. I, I already, I already do carry one around with me. I might start carrying two. You're right. <laughs> all right. You're right. Let's uh, spread a little love. Let's do it. Please. I have two shoutouts today, and I figured I it would one. only I'm be glad appropriate. You asked. Thanks. Oh, perfect. Oh, please go ahead. You start. Uh, I have two shoutouts for today. I'll give one, and then Jared can give us one. Um, my first one, and I wanted these shout-outs to be related to Ballin' Out, since it would only be appropriate for this episode. And I have already, we, I think it was actually you maybe, Jared, who gave this shout-out. That um, was me. Robert F. Say, Smith, uh, Robert F. Smith is a billionaire who went to uh, Morehouse, Morehouse College, and he offered to pay the graduating class of 2019 all of their student loan debt, well, he's going above and beyond, and now he's not only paying off the, the student's loan debt, but he is also paying off any loan debt that parents and legal guardians have for this class. Just so you know, Jared, because I know you love to come with questions, this is going to cost him $34 million, which to be honest, it's a big chunk of change for most normal people. But Robert F. Smith is not a normal person, and I be- and he's a billionaire, and so this won't even really be 
a drop in the bucket for him. Um, but I still think it's great that he's willing it's, to help all these people out. That is great. You betcha. Isn't that crazy, though? For he, He's alleviating the uh, debt that's been like burdening people for their whole life or will burden them for their whole life uh, for thousands of people. And yep. uh, it's just a drop in the bucket for him. And it's like changing yeah. thousands of people's lives just to that's not a, have that that's over their head. serious baller status. Serious oh baller status, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to you, Robert F. Smith, for helping all those people out. You betcha. And, uh, giving them the the chance to have financial freedom at a much earlier time. That's for sure. Brilliant. Or at least maybe not financial freedom, but less of a financial burden. So that's awesome. What's your shout yeah. out for today, Jared? Uh, so uh, FIFA has demanded Iran allow women free unlimited access to stadiums following the Blue Girl incident where a woman killed herself after being arrested trying to access the football stadium. Uh, we have been assured that the that as of the next international game of, I, of Iran, not Iran, uh, women will be allowed to enter football stadiums. Mr. Infantino told a uh, FIFA conference on women's football uh, in Milan on Sunday. FIFA wants Iran to end its ban on women entering stadiums that breaches international soccer statutes prohibiting discrimination. We need to have women attending. We need to push for that with respect, but in a strong and forceful, forceful way, and we cannot wait anymore, uh, Mr. Infantino added. This is something very important. It is, a, uh, it is 40 years that this has not happened with a couple of ex, uh, exceptions, but it is important to move to the next level and to the next stage. And... Uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, I mean, clearly it's sh- this, they should have probably made a stand earlier, you know, but I'm glad that a stand is being right. made nonetheless. Yeah, um, better late than never, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like, that's great. And, and I think the way that you make that stand is the obvious way, be like, if, if, you, don't, if you don't allow them, you're not going to be in the next World Cup. Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, so my next shout out, Jared, goes out to another billionaire. Uh, we've got billionaires up the wazoo today. Uh, <laughs> Tom Golisano, who is a chairman of the Golisano Foundation and Paychecks, who has offered his yacht called the Laurel to transport 30 tons of supplies, including water, food, and sanitation kits from uh, Nassau to Freeport. And not only did they uh, send 30 tons of supplies to the Bahamas, the yacht was also used to evacuate uh, and save 50 dogs from the island. Um, well, and Golisano about, said... Or, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Dogs? Yeah. Were there any people yeah. on this that got saved? Only says supplies and dogs. I'm hoping that these people have already <laughs> been rescued. Um, I, would, I would assume so, because uh, they've been doing all sorts of different... Um, Things to rescue people in the Bahamas. Just keep going. Uh, Anyways. Oh, my God. um, (laughs) Anyways, the only thing that... uh, The last thing that I'll say about this shout-out is uh, Golisano said, I was very pleased to be able to assist in this global humanitarian effort to help the people and some of the dogs impacted by Hurricane Dorian. Um, Yeah, I couldn't couldn't tell you about the people, Jared. That's a great point. I didn't even think about what... <laughs> oh man, I was slipping on gator piss there, Jared. But hey, anyways, slipping on gator we want to thank oh uh, Tom Golisano for your head. doing that. <laughs> I know, right? 
tells you i guess i love dogs more than people jared that's that's maybe not great anyways jared i think you know what time it is (laughs) the untranslatable owl has spoken we should uh i should leave my fear of your uh care of humanity for later and get on to what's really important and that's untranslatables Let's go for it. What what do you have for me today, Jared? My first one is Portuguese, Portuguese, and it is a jola a tem que rezar, and that literally means kneeled has to pray. Oh, is this like uh, we would say in English, like to twist somebody's arm? No. You no. voluntarily kneeled, knelt. Now you have to pray. Kneeled or knelt? You voluntarily knelt, kneeled. To, uh, Mr. English mm. teacher. Right, I'm trying to think. I've never used that verb in the past tense before. Mm. I would say kneeled. All right. Um, but, uh, hmm. That's so. That's so. It is so. It. All right. Anyway. You, you hear it here first, I guess. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I couldn't think of the right word. Uh, okay, so if you kneel, you, is it is it like if you... I don't, I don't even know. Like you've Listen, made your bed, I'll, I'll now you have to way. sleep in it? Well, there you go. Oh, all right. There mm-hmm. we go. Okay. Made Finish your bed, now you, you have started. to sleep in it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that works. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a Chinese one for you, Jared. Now, this one is not a Chung Yu. This one is only three characters. Okay. And it is... But it is not translatable. Uh, it is. And it is Luo Tang, Luo Tang Ji. And it means a chicken falls in soup. Um, it's like you always finding yourself in bad situations? Um, not quite. Although this, this wouldn't be a fun situation... This has to do with the weather. Chicken falls in soup. Oh, you like it caught in the rain? There we go. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I like that one. You betcha. Yeah, it's a good one. Chicken falls. It is in a good soup. one. I thought mm-hmm. it was. I thought it was way more morbid than that. Nope. It's like just getting caught in the rain. You fall in soup. You're gonna get eaten. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> my next one is English, but it's from uh, Jamaica. Mom. Oh, cool. All right. So I'm going to uh, read it phonetic as they have it written for me. Okay. Sake them out, fish get catch. Sake them out and the fish gets caught? Sake them out, fish get catch. Which, okay, can you, can you give me what, what the standard English would be for that? Uh... Well, the standard English is sake of mouth, fish get catch. But it literally is <laughs> sake of mouth, fish get catch. Okay. Sake of oh, mouth, it, fish get catch. So is this like a rumor spread quickly? Be careful who you say something. Say something to? Uh, you're partially there in, in the sense of be careful who you say something to okay uh be- hmm. because be careful it's mouth, who you trust because it's mouth be- here i'll give you a more standard english i just translated the okay. actual words because of its mouth the fish got caught 
Oh, don't have a big mouth. Like, don't yeah, be... I, I that yeah. Talking, talking too don't much be going... In, yeah. Talking too much exactly. will get you in trouble. That's right. That's true. Mm-hmm. Talk shit, get hit, as they say. Sick them out, fish get catch. Nice. All right. My last one today yes. is uh, Russian. And uh, because I met, I met some cool uh, Russian girls while I was in Beijing, and it inspired me to find a Russian untranslatable. So this one is, uh, and I'll probably pronounce it wrong, but here we go. Grizit um, granit noki which means crunch the granite of science. Wow, that's intense. To, to crunch the granite <laughs> of science. Is that what like to that have like, mean, a, like a, as Jimmy Neutron would call it, a brain blast? Um, hmm. I mean, kind of, in a way, yes. Or it's like what, you have what, like a... What activity like you, would you do to get a brain blast? Like, you, uh, like you're thinking really hard. Or like you're focusing on, like you're studying something really hard. There we go. There we go. To study. Yes. To so, crunch the grain rela- of science. But it's not just related to science. That's just the intra- untranslatable. It's the phrase. Exactly. It's the phrase okay. to me to study. Mm-hmm. You know, you it's... You have to so- crunch the grain of science. <laughs> Is it science? They say science? I mean, well... They say, I believe it's Noki oh, is science. that's a hilarious, Noki? dude. At first, I didn't even hear that that was... I thought you were re- repeating the phrase. No, that was just hear. a goofy Russian I, accent. But <laughs> as, I, as I took a pause, I was like, oh, wait. No, all that was in English. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, it's funny that you do that because I have one more untranslatable as well. And it also happens to be Russian. Bajalsta. Oh, sweet. I don't know Let's how that happened. We don't plan this, but hey. The untranslatable owl wants us to pr- uh, work on our Russian. Mine is Denik Kurini Kluyut. 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 Denik Kurini Kluyut. Which means? Chickens don't peck at money. Chickens don't peck at money. Money can't buy everything? <laughs> oh, you broke bitch. Quite the contrary, actually. Yeah, money does buy everything. Uh, yeah, but what would you call the person that can do that? <laughs> a, a baller. Uh, yeah, someone who's rich. Yeah, it does. Yeah. They don't, I don't think it was for a baller specifically, but yeah, someone He's who's wealthy. Baller. I thought that was very appropriate. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So let's talk about being a baller and a shot caller and some luxurious and expensive vacation destinations, Jared. Can I? Start first. I I, I was absolutely. Thing, I was thinking. Of, I was thinking about this. You 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 take a lot of flights, a lot of international flights too. Mm-hmm. Have you ever flown a uh, business and or first class? You already know the. I don't even know why you asked that. Of course not. I did not know that was the answer. Listen, of course I, not. I don't know that. Uh, let's just lie. Now, so granted, you did so we can really granted get that, the uh, the granted the last the last two international flights I've taken have also been with government-affiliated programs. So right. you know the government's not going right. to, at least not for a, a, a normal person like me, they're not going to put Chad me up in business in, or first class. Chad had to sit in one of the jump seats that the uh, crew has to sit in when they take <laughs> off and that, land. That's, that's right. <laughs> they actually put me up in the overhead bin is, uh, is where I sat. But it's an international flight. It's a big plane. It's a pretty big overhead that's right. bin. They, they right. gave him one of those infested pillows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, 
I have, have you ever flown business class? I have been in business class a few times. It's been a long time since I lived in Germany, but um, I've been in one of those little pod things where you have your little where you can like recline it and stuff. But I oh, nice. You know, for, for, for the real ballers, I mean, everyone knows what a little pod is. I mean, that's not true, but who cares about this? For the real ballers, there's a, like another level of first class for a, a lot of a lot of very big airlines. I want to mm-hmm. talk about some... Um, what? what uh, hold on. What would you expect? And then I'll get into some of the airlines with the best first class cabins. What would you expect from a first class flight experience? Say you're taking one of those flights from jfk to singapore 19 hours but you only travel in top luxury what do you need chad what do i need uh let's see here first of all i need i need lots of lots of various drinks what i mean by this is they better be bringing me lots of water keep me hydrated number one number two Voss, i want need some the bottles that's oh, right. See, uh, yeah, now I sound broke saying, I guess Voss makes sparkling water too, do they? I don't know. I'm I don't broke. know. Give, give, <laughs> give, me them, give me them high-end first-class water that Jared and I don't even know about. Give me some of that. <laughs> then give me some. High-end give water. Me, that's right. Give me some champagne. Uh, let's see here. I want lots of snacks. I want snacks on snacks on snacks. Um, like the gourmet version of simple snacks so like gourmet chex right. mix right uh, oh, fancy sure. cookies that's right biscuits you better believe they call it. them biscuits some nice <laughs> like a nice piece of cheesecake that would Ooh. be awesome see that's that's nice random but i like cake i like that uh let's see here i mean um, top shelf alcohol of course right also obviously top shelf meals goes without saying like yes. i want like i want like a steak that's like juicy with like some mushrooms and some asparagus or like some green beans or something. I've been on business class a few times and I've been on uh, my fair share of international flights, not business class as well. I have yet to find a meal in the air that I'm not, especially start to finish. Now, 100% start to finish that I'm not just like, that was a great meal. Like I've had meals where I'm like, I mean, this is fine for the airplane and I, I don't hate it. I can eat this. This is... This is pretty good but it's pretty good mm-hmm. for the sky let's be clear right like i would not accept right. this if like i like if, if i cook this for myself at home i'd be like oh i fucked this up i gotta start over or you or you <laughs> if you went to a restaurant you'd probably be like like right. really like, like this is what you're feeding me it's like this is a lean cuisine <laughs> right right like this is really the best you could do here do you have cooks and do you pay them because this is yeah um you're you're right yeah um let's see here yeah, so fancy food. I want. Let's see here. Obviously, like lots of service from the the flight attendants, like waiting on my beck and call. You know, if I want right. if I want a hot towel, you better bring me that hot towel okay. like that. All right, let me let me focus you a little bit. I like where your head's going, okay. but let me focus you a little bit. How do you? What do you want for comfort? Give me. Let's talk comfort. We've talked a lot about I mean, food g- and beverage. I mean, give me, give me. I guess I'm just getting hungry. What can I say? Um, <laughs> give me, give me those seats that you can literally. It's like a bed. You know what I mean? Like see, you can not only okay. recline okay. it, but like okay. they're super comfy. Um, let's see here. Like the, also, dude, if if I'm gonna be laying down in bed, I want like the TV screen to be able to scoop back with me, so I can lay down and like look up, like look up at, at the my screen. screen above I like me. that. Yeah, I like that. Like. Uh, snooze while I'm watching my 
third or fourth movie on that 19 hour flight to singapore <laughs> let's see here what else with a um, champagne in one hand the fancy sparkling right. water Ooh, on the other. give me some give me some slips you know i love my slippers jared give yes, me some comfy good. slippers to wear i like a that. robe as well yes that's actually clean too- so okay, okay actually okay. clean okay 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 so you're talking i like where your head's at slippers genius because Especially on a 19-hour flight, everyone wants to take off their shoes. Some people actually have the decency not to because they feel bad. <laughs> right. Other right. people do, and their feet are disgusting. Um, but, like, slippers is great. Robe is great, too. But so are you telling me that you're going to go up to one of those front little bathrooms that they have, um, you know, at the front or back or middle you know, on big flights of every airplane mm-hmm. to put on your robe? Take off your clothes and put on your robe? Well, I... I usually wear comfy clothes on the plane anyways, so I could probably just put the robe over top of them. But if I'm flying first okay. class, there better be a divider so I can just change my clothes and put on my robe right there. What kind of divider? Like a curtain? Yeah. Curtain. Okay. Okay. Like a curtain. I'm trying to think of what else I would want if I was flying in first class. Uh, ooh, you know what? Give me some... You know, not only some newspapers, but give me a selection of like some reading material, like like not only mm, magazines, mm-hmm. but like maybe you got a couple books on hand for like, your first uh, class people. Think about what luxury people like. Maybe some car magazines, some uh, cigar magazines, wine magazines, right. travel magazines, watch magazines. Like one of those magazines where where it's like sixty bucks, and half of them are just like advertisements for Lacoste and <laughs> right. Polo. <laughs> It'd be sweet too to like have a various assortment of sports magazines. Yeah, like read the tennis magazine while I'm mm-hmm. while I'm on the flight. For different countries or, too. This is international. You uh-huh. need the the one for the uh, right. golf heads, the rugby people, the soccer people, right? The tennis exactly. people. Right. Right. Um, okay. So yeah, I like where your head's at. I like all of this, and I think that's a great. Um, uh, all right, we'll, we'll we'll keep going. I, I think there's some areas, even even without me having looked thoroughly through this list, I'm going to tell you you're missing out on some areas, but we'll go through okay. some of these cabins. All right, let's first, do we'll it. First, we'll start with uh, Emirates First Class. Emirates introduced their new first class on select Boeing 747-300ERs uh, in early 2018, and the product is spectacular. Yes. Uh, Emirates is the first airline to introduce truly fully enclosed suites in first class so yep, forget your little go. uh dainty curtain full door style like hotel room suites obviously not the size of a hotel room uh the right. suites don't just have closed doors that add privacy but rather an aspect uh, oh excuse me rather an enclosed floor to ceiling uh, Air France has curtains that go floor to ceiling, but I uh, consider that to be different. This is what the person's saying, by the way. Okay. Uh, floor to ceiling doors as, you know, peak luxury. The seat fancy. is also thoughtfully designed with impeccable attention to detail. The suite is spacious. The TV screen is huge. So it covers the entire sort of wall of, of what would be the, wow. the uh, like, in front right. of you. Uh Oh, no, excuse me. That's a different one. I, I got ahead of myself. It just has a big sort of standalone screen, but it is pretty big. Uh, the bed, ex- oh, excuse me. The bed, extremely comfortable. So there's a chair and a bed. I think those are two separate things. Wow, that's, that's I think, crazy. I think. Okay. No, but I think. I can't tell. 
Uh, but the bed looks like it, just like a normal bed. Uh, you can we need to talk to our suite. Oh, we need no, to talk I take to that our... back. I was right. There is a giant screen on the wall. There's another TV screen in front of you, a small, like a smaller one. Right. That's oh, wow. sort of in front of you, like we're used to. That sort of whips out from between the seat style, right. but even bigger than that. I I scroll down and I just see this giant screen. That's and I was crazy. Like, wow. I tell you what, Jared. We need to talk to our untranslatable finance guy and make sure we start flying first class Emirates. I tell you yeah, what. Our judges fl- take these, but uh, right. they make us sit in the back. We, ev- we might need to get rid of a judge or two, <laughs> just saying. Yeah, um, listen, we might need oh, to that's take crazy. this offline. Uh, but, um, l- let me also say this, though, too, Jared. If you had a suite like that, probably not that difficult to join the Mile High Club, just saying. Uh, <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. Actually, they encourage it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> the only issue, though, is Emirates mm-hmm. only has nine of these planes. So you, okay. you, you got to be pretty lucky to get it. Let's move on to Air okay. France. They also use the same plane, the Boeing 777-300ER. The first class cabin, obviously designed a little differently, uh, consists of a single row of seats uh, a one-to-one configuration, so two in the middle. The cabin is so elegant, and uh, rather than offering suites with doors, they instead have curtains that uh, you can pull around uh, your suite. Now, I'll say design-wise, the um, even though there's a giant TV in the um, in the uh, what was the last one I said? Was it Emirates? In the Emirates, Emirates one, yeah, Emirates. the Emirates one does look a little older. The design-wise, the front, the Air France one looks a little more modern, and uh, it just feels a little more uh, luxurious. The screen's a little smaller, but it also does have a screen in front. There's a partition in front of you, and there's a good size screen on there, more than big enough, I would say, especially since you seem to be a little bit closer. But what really sets apart Air France is the first-class soft product. The food is the best I've had on any airline. Once again, I'm speaking for the uh, writer of this. So this might might be more up your wheelhouse, uh, in your wheelhouse right here. Uh, Give up the doors for the better food. The service is so, is flawless and oh so French, and every part of the experience is thought out. Uh, when it's time to sleep, Air France has some of the most comfortable bedding in the sky, and I love being able to draw a curtain around my seat for privacy. Uh, the way I see it, Air France First Class is the world's most well-rounded first-class product. So while I, uh, and so you say why he thinks uh, Emirates is good, he still thinks uh, blah 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 is better. So Indonesia is a more classic style. Um, but uh, but the soft uh, he, they, he also says soft product is perfection. He says I'm looking at the presentation. This just by looking at it, these seems to be scallops with uh, a white wine and then a salad next to it. And the scallops oh, look good. great. And there seems to be a balsamic reduction, if I'm not mistaken. Free Wi-Fi, which is hu- simple but huge. Um, yep. And the food is divine, uh, he says, but there's also wine pairings that go along with it. So they properly pair nice. your uh, foods for you. And, the, and they say the crew is some of the best in the industry. So um, also, why, maybe this will be good for you. Food's on point and the crew is some of the best in the industry. So you never have to be like, oh, man, I've been waiting here to get some more wine or I kind of want some more for scallops. 30 seconds. What is As this? As you're turning around to look, they're like, yes, sir. Um, <laughs> right. Now, here's my question for you, Jared. Okay. How much is first class for all these flights? It depends on the flight, man. I can't just give it to you like that. It depends on the flight. But I would say for something like this, it's going to cost you at least, I would say, three to five thousand on the low low end, I would say. Okay. Betting is not good. 
with Indonesia. Singapore okay. has sweets as well. Um, and uh, they have a chair, a separate chair and a separate bed. And the chair is like this lazy, like this uh, modern looking lazy like boy. A and there's a bed next to nice. it. Nice. Um, and food is great as well. And uh, let's. they also offer both Don Perignon and Krug, which are, you know, top of the line champagnes. And the, right. uh, they're even serving a 2004 Krug. Let's look up the price of a 2004 Krug price. I'm sure that's got to be pricey. Um, it is... Oh, come on. How is it? How is it? Uh, $239 for a bottle of Still, that. Still, per... Per person, that's that's a lot of money. Uh, uh, wow, so that's yeah. crazy. You're uh, so there are a lot of other nice airlines. I could get into a mm-hmm. whole bunch of other ones, but think about it. Food is obviously a big part of it. Bedding, you never even thought about that. Uh, you never right. thought about the idea of a fully enclosed suite. I know there are certain airlines, and let's see if I can even fi- find it just by doing a quick search. I found it. Emirates. I can't believe Doesn't I forgot to mention me. this. I can't believe I forgot to mention this. Emirates is not the only one, but Emirates has showers. Wow. Um, Etihad, Etihad also has showers. Etihad has a, a beautiful cabin, and they also have... Uh, ooh, that one's really nice. And they have... Uh, it, it, but it's not designed nicely, they say. And so showers is also another one that I, I didn't want to guide you in it, but there are a few that have showers. I, and I, say I couldn't shower, even imagine that. Shower is one that I would say really sets it apart. And I do also know on the uh, Airbus A380s, those are the dual-decker, and probably 747s as well, I think. The dual-level uh, uh, ones, a lot of those have bars, too, which are usually only for the first-class lounge. Right, right. So it's actually kind of well, a Jared, cool place to sky-socialize, so you can, hey, come back. That's true. Hey, I see you're in business class. I have a suite. Uh, if you'd like right. to get a little more comfortable in my suite, we can uh, have the uh, flight attendants bring us back some Krug. That's, you, that's like Krug? true. Of course you do. <laughs> well, Jared, after you've booked your first class ticket, uh, I want to talk about some of the most expensive places to go. Um, now, this will vary depending on, um, depending on country and everything, but I just have a list here, and I want, I want you to guess, Jared, what our number one... I'm sure you can find more expensive trips depending on your parameters. But I have a what list you, of what 10 do you mean by trips? in front of Cities? me. I mean, I mean vacation, like your trip, your, your stay, your accommodation, um, stuff like that. So I, so, I want to, yeah? So you mean like an all-inclusive spa kind of thing? Well, so I think a lot of these are actually just accommodation. Uh, yeah, this list is only accommodation. Oh, do you mean like brands uh, like Hilton kind of thing? No, no, no. I'm, what I'm are gonna, you asking me right now, Chad? I'm asking you, tell me what place in the world you think is, is one of the most places to stay. Oh, like city? City or, or yeah, I guess so. Oh, okay, that's what I said before. All right, listen. Anyway, uh, I would say Switzerland. Okay. Now, Switzerland comes in on my list that I have here at number six. Number okay. one, though, or sorry, not number six, uh, number four. Um, Are Switzerland only on, only on there once? Is it just the country they give, or is it a it, city? Because I'm going to guess it Geneva. Is. It's not Geneva, um, but okay. I'll get there. But the most expensive um, city, or I guess this is actually a trip. Oh, I'm not done. Can, well, I only have one guess. 
Yeah, all right, give me another guess. I'll give wow, you two guesses. Chad. I'll give you two guesses. But there's a list, right? Yes. Okay. Let me guess at least until I'm not getting stuff on the list anymore. Okay. Uh, Shanghai. Nope. Okay. I'm, and I want you to guess the most expensive out of the list I have here. So you, you're... Uh, okay. Hmm. Damn. All right. Yeah, yeah, the most expensive. Uh, I'm going to say it, it's somewhere in maybe... Uh, like, it's somewhere tropical. That's going to be my nope. first guess. Nope. That's wow, a big no. You are so excited you're getting, to say no. You, you're getting real cold. Somewhere in Sweden, maybe. You're getting, you're getting colder. Uh, okay, just give it to me. Fine. Fine, Antarctica. Chad. Oh, I wasn't getting cold enough is what you meant to say. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, wait, is that the trip I just told you about recently? It might be. Uh, well, so here. The, here's the description for you, Jared. So, want to know, how, or actually, no, this is not the trip that you were describing because uh, here's the description. Want to know how to spend $195,000 in 24 hours? Then go on a vacation. <laughs> yes, a 24-hour no. <laughs> vacation. Where to? Antarctica. The tour starts off at Cape Town where guests are, uh, they board a private jet to the continent of ice. The actual tour on the never-ending land of ice takes eight hours. The finale of your tour is a grand buffet with bottomless champagne. So there you go. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What do you? What do you? What? Do you, what sort of vehicle are you in when you're touring Antarctica? Doesn't say. Couldn't tell you. Do you? What's it? Do you Couldn't know what it's called? You. What's it called? Nope. This is just a. This. If you Google "white desert greatest trip to Antarctica," you might be able to find it. Um, but I just got this from a list. And because the internet here in China can be a little iffy, I have copied and pasted this list into a Word no, document. That's fine. That's fine. Yep. Uh, yep. Okay. All right. Do you have other ones? That's wait, I hold do. on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. What why? What do you mean why? A hundred and ninety five thousand dollars. Yep. I would drink so much champagne, I would almost pass You'd out. You'd probably die. die of alcohol poisoning, <laughs> yeah. That's the only, like, I, I'd be like, I'm getting my money's worth. And this right. better be top-of-the-line champagne. Like, this, I, I don't know, this is, still seems like a waste to me. Right. I'm still just like, why am I doing this? $195,000. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, 24 hours. You know, it'd be one thing if you spent, like, a month there and you could, like, explore, but 24 hours, that's... Yeah, I don't understand. Level. But I don't understand. I feel like that's, like that's got to... I, I don't know. I don't get it. I, All right. So now, sorry, Jared, now this, this one, me. we're just talking about accommodation. <laughs> okay. Um, and this one is in... Hawaii. Uh, it is not. I'll give you one more guess. Singapore. No. This is in... How, do you, is it pronounced Khan? C-A-N-N-E-S, France? Oh, Khan. Uh-huh. Con France. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is at the Along Along Chateau, which is $41,000 a night. So p- 15 people can be accommodated at this private chateau um, with its own pool and staff to take care of you and your guests. So I'm assuming for that $41,000 a night, that also I would imagine is all inclusive in terms of food and drink. I would imagine, but it doesn't say. I. It seems like it's inclusive of... Uh Food, drink, and people waiting on you. What's it called yeah. again? How do you spell that? A L A N G, and you have that twice, and then Chateau, along along Chateau. Yeah, that th- it like looks if, beautiful. If, 
Oh, I'm sure it does. <laughs> uh, do you do, $41,000 a night? Yep. Mm-hmm. See, that's expensive. But Oh, no, no doubt. Well, think about it this way. I'm looking at this place right now. Um, Are you trying to persuade me to drop $40,000, $41,000 for a trip to Con France right now? I think I can do it. <laughs> because um, the thing about this place is it holds 18 guests. Honestly, though, I take that back. Nine bedrooms. I feel like for $41,000, you can do better than... Are we looking at the same place? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for $41,000, we can do better than nine bedrooms. Probably. I would agree. In nine bathrooms? Nah. 18 guests? Because I was about to say 18 guests, but if I'm doing 18 guests, I want my own room. And then I'd probably want it to be then 36. But think about not it. Not only that, but if I'm dropping that much, Jared, I'm not going to have a number one and a number two bathroom. But think about it. If we're, uh, what do you mean, what, a separate bathroom to do each? Yep. Oh, yeah. What, what kind of ridiculous oh, yeah. requests are these? Granted, Dude, if I'm use, dropping 41 grand... Listen, if you if you gotta if you gotta to do a number two to sneak to Don's bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> but all we gotta do think about it though if if we were even sort of like kind of wealthy we don't have to be like like Jay Z balling but even if we were right. in like, even, even if we were like pretty wealthy if we got eighteen of our cl- um, thirty six of our closest friends <laughs> that's easy. Right. And we g- gather them into this place. It would be a thousand dollars a night. So say for five nights, full service in this place is five thousand dollars. That's right. not terrible. Now I'm wondering though, is it forty one thousand for the whole thing, or is that per person? No, it's it's for the whole thing. It's for the whole thing. Okay, per That's person really is ridiculous. Not- that's really not that bad, I guess. But anyways, <laughs> like a th- like a grand a night, you like at, you could you drop a grand vacation anytime soon, right? Like a grand a grand a night. I mean, there are probably some luxurious hotels where you can drop more than a grand a night. Okay, but, um, but think about it though. Think about it though. You we're mm-hmm. fa- we're saying five thousand dollars, uh, a thousand dollars a night for thirty. If we have thirty six friends, we want to bring along first of all. Keep in mind, right. I said 36 people. <laughs> I, I can barely right. think of five people I would want to spend time with like that. That's um, true. That is true. But if, so say you had 36 people, then it would be five grand a, uh, a week. But then also, right. um, you got to think about like getting there. You got to think, you're not only eating dinner there. You got a ball on town. You got to think about the bottle service. Like five grand is just right. the accommodation for to hang out with. 26 people or excuse me 28 people 36, you don't like uh, yeah right. and four people you kind of like and four people that you're <laughs> friends with <laughs> right or three people you're That's friends true. with all right jared let me give you the next place well take a guess what what the next place or where the next place is i haven't said it yet you haven't south Af- somewhere in south africa nope. safari based nope okay give it to me it is in jaipur india it is called Maharaja's Pavilion, and this goes for $15,000 a night, and this entitles you to a four-floor apartment fit for a king. Imagine a jacuzzi on a rooftop with a full view of Jaipur. On the second floor of the structure is a private museum housing the throne and bolsters of the 
uh, Takur Sahib. And this place looks lavish, Jared. I'm talking gold furniture, gold ornamentation everywhere. I mean, if you were gold member in Austin Powers, this would be <laughs> where you would be staying for sure. Uh, My next one, though, Jared, number four, okay. is in Switzerland, as you mentioned. But it is actually in a beautiful village. Lisan. It's like a ski village. Um, and it, if you Google Chalet Zermatt Peak, Z-E-R-M-A-T-T, uh, Zermatt, Switzerland, apparently has a lot more to offer than just luxurious chocolates Lake. and world-class financial services. Um, this offers ski slopes for skill levels, and on top of that, a five-star chalet that can house up to 13 guests. It is equipped with all luxury furniture and fixtures in-house and an in-house gourmet chef. The rates start at 57000 and can reach up to 191000 for a week. Now, I'll tell you what, Jared, 191000 related to the 194000 for the 24-hour trip to the Antarctica, I'd be going to Switzerland for a does week. That That's for sure. A, does, I wonder if that includes a ski pass. You would hope so. But uh, those um, ski passes are expensive. I guess not if you're yes, paying. Yes, they are. Not if you're paying that much for a uh, hundred thousand dollars for your trip. Right. Um, man, could you? Is is there any sort of? I mean, we're not balling. I hate to ru- ruin the surprise. We're not balling. Right. Is there any way that you could justify these things in your head as someone that aspires to be balling? Maybe. Because I don't know. even 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 I feel like I hear some of these numbers, and I was like, I feel like I could do something just as luxurious um, for, for way, way cheaper than this. Oh but, yeah, but like, for sure. But like, do the first class, do the beautiful uh, luxury suite, or even rent some sort of chateau style thing. Right. Uh, do the first class dining for less than a hundred thousand dollars. I don't right. know. That just I don't know. Right. Maybe that's not. I don't no, know. I, I, some of these I would agree with is, you. And this is just the lodging, too. Like, some of the stuff yep. probably is not even including food and all that stuff. I was like, I could do better than this. Right. And I could be right. just as luxurious. But maybe now, that kind of defeats you, I, the purpose of luxury, though. You know, I if will you're tell about you this, like though, that. buddy. If, if I were to ball out, I would definitely want a place with an on-site chef where you could, like, request food. That would be dope. Uh, I yes. would want that. I'm going to be honest with you, though, man. Like, if if... Money was no object. I still don't know if I would like. I I wouldn't do like a hundred and ninety four thousand dollar Antarctic trip. Like I just wouldn't. Like okay. to me, that just doesn't seem like I would rather. Like you said, I would rather fly first class. Mm-hmm. I would rather have like an on site chef Best and like really nice amenities. Yeah, or even I'd even be happy with a penthouse of the best hotel in the city. Sure. Yeah, and then just experience cool restaurants. I feel like I'd rather experience restaurants, especially if I'm traveling. Right. That's how you experience the culture, right. not by having some uh, sh- French chef bring you the restaurant, but bring you the restaurant. I guess they kind of bring you the food in, in a castle, but rather right. by going to the restaurants and uh, getting it served to you at a restaurant. Uh, all right, all right. I've, we got to move on. We got other things to do here. But I got one more luxury trip I want to ask you about. Okay. And that is the sort of almost cliche luxury trip of a uh, renting an island or buying an island. Did you know that a lot of, um, not a lot of, but some rich people own islands and rent them out? Yep. 
I knew that. It's crazy, but yeah. Well, well yeah, David Copperfield, famous magician, mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently right. rides on his island. Uh, right. Richard Branson, that's not surprising. He, no. uh, but um, anyway, uh, David Copperfield's island cost $42,000 a night to rent. Uh, Richard Branson, <clears throat> excuse me, his private island, 77500 a night. However, that's not the most expensive one. The most expensive one is the Banwa private island, a, a new resort in the Philippines, costing $100,000 a night. The most expensive island resort in the world. Uh, so what do you get for, six, for, for a six-figure stay? The 15-acre island resort located in the archipelago of Palawan is a two-hour helicopter or seaplane ride from Manila. I choose the seaplane uh, for some reason. What would you choose, helicopter or seaplane? Helicopter, for sure. On the secluded island, there are six beachfront villas ranging from one to four bedrooms, all with a private infinity, infinity pool and jacuzzi. There are also 12 garden rooms and a top-level residential suite. The island can accommodate up to 48 people. The uh, inclusive resort has a full staff of chefs who can cook with vegetables from the on-site organic farm and fish caught from the surrounding Sula Sea. The resort even makes its own honey. The wine list has bottles costing as much as $36,000, though premium wines are not included in the resort rate. Guests have uh, have use of an island concierge that can get them unlimited spa treatments. Banwa also has a myriad of uh, included activities like snorkeling, kayaking, jet skiing, scuba diving, sailing, yoga, and tennis. There is an on-site marine specialist to talk about the local wildlife, including protected native animals like uh, hawksbill, sea turtles, and tabon birds. so yeah, there you go. Uh, oh, also, n- uh, not included are the prices um, to get uh, to and from the place. $990 per way for a nine-passenger seaplane and $11,580 for a round trip for a five-passenger helicopter trip. So you chose the extra ball. I chose the show. really expensive one. Now, okay. I'm going to tell you what. That sounds like a great deal, and I aspire to be able to do that. That would one be day. cool. Did that, that sound? That would be really. I mean, cool. obviously, it sounded amazing, but that price did not sound that bad. I mean, if you compare that with the Antarctic trip, yeah, for sure, that's a There's great way point. more bang. For you get your a buck. whole island with yeah. anything you could imagine to do on a beach right. island. That'd be pretty sweet. Beach island. That'd be pretty that's sweet. A weird thing and to say. and the the funny thing is, it seems like a lot of the most expensive places are like islands, which makes sense. You know, people want to yeah. go chill on the beach, get some rays and all that. Do you um, do you like this sort of like you know luxury? Also, seems like it includes a lot of seclusion. Mm-hmm. I mean, like unless you're maybe a celebrity, then I understand that, and you actually want to get away from people, you know, gawking right. at you. But if you're just like a rich person that no one knows. It's interesting that you would try so hard for seclusion, you know? If I was a rich person flying under the radar, I would rather go to a bunch of really cool cities. Yeah, I feel like uh, rather I would than do be secluded. cities and top luxury. Right. Yeah, same here. Same here. Like, have your own private driver, have, have chives, yes. you know, you know put, puts you around the See, the I'd city. want both, though. I, I'd even want, I'd want a driver for, like, when I'm doing stuff in the city, but then I'd also want access to, like, 
a Porsche 918 so I could do weekend trips to uh, Provence. That's true. In the That's middle, true. in like the country or something like that, you know? Right. Like I, I, like, I want that style of luxury. I just don't want to be secluded on an island. I want to see stuff. And yeah, it would right. be cool. Listen, I would do it and it would be cool to do if I could afford it. But I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want that to be my thing. Honestly, I'm not even a huge fan of like the sort of all-inclusive resort thing. That even us normal people could uh, theoretically it afford to do can be can be nice. It's very convenient. But I, I'll say this though, Jared, I think I would seek a secluded island if I was married and had a family, or not mm. even married, but just had a family, or wanted to take my family. You know, my right. parents, my sisters, my nephews, my niece. Yeah, that would be that sweet. Stuff. That would be sweet be- because that's do- easier, I think, to manage. And yes. have a lot more fun, especially when you have children, than Do trying to like there? travel around the city. Right, fly exactly. Fly them in. Fly them in for Christmas or something. You know, once, That's pretty cool. Once the untranslatable podcast hits, you know... <laughs> uh, then we'll I feel be, like we'll I'd be, be a, I feel like I'd honestly feel a little embarrassed to do that for my family. Like, like there's ba- like they'd be proud of me for being rich, probably, but it'd be a right. little embarrassing to be like, hey, uh, just fly to your local sort of small, lo- not even like your local like air air uh like airstrip or there'll be a jet waiting for you just get on it right and uh, everything's taken care of and we'll meet you wherever we meet you right it'd be cool <laughs> it would feel though nice but i'd also feel right. kind of like a that's uh, fair kind of like a asshole uh, right. let's talk well, about you know speaking you of do... being an asshole and living lavishly <laughs> well speaking exactly jared what uh what do you need in order to ball out like this you uh, you need a good playlist first of all and uh, you need a playlist that also reminds you and everyone else that you are wealthy and you are the reason that we're making that all of this is happening behind you. You're welcome. Now, you That's sent right. me this, I'm not going to say frantically, but with excitement. One of our yes. uh, favorite German speaking groups uh, has been on a long hiatus. Pour some out. See, now I can't remember his name, but pour some out for one of the members that recently uh, Peter passed Fox. away. No. Oh, the, oh the, yeah, no, not Peter Fox. Yeah. He didn't pass away. Oh, shoot, away. I don't remember either. Um, no, he didn't. He's singing in the but, song, um, so I would, I would assume he didn't pass away. But uh, they finally come out with a new song. Uh, since that, mm-hmm. This is the first song since that's happened. And uh, we obviously had to... Uh, we try not to repeat artists, but it's our favorite artist. And we yep. want to talk about it with each other anyway, so why not do it here? And it's called Geld by Seed, with three E's. Mm-hmm. Seed. And uh, what yes. do you think, and Chad? So, I mean, the, well, so the main reason why I picked it is because of how apropos it is to the topic. You know, right. um, the, that the, too. it talks all about how if you're if you got that money, life is easy. Um, you can really have a good time. And just so you know, Jared, and any of our listeners who enjoy Seed, they're actually going to drop a new album. This is the single off the album. The album is titled Geld, which means money. And mm. they're dropping the album on October 4th. Okay. So keep All that right. in mind. Yeah, um, mark your calendars, it, it's, And it's, right. But it's, it's, in a lot of ways, it's very stereotypical Seed. Like, it's got a very kind of, I feel like Seed kind of goes one of two ways. It's either like a really chill, laid-back reggae vibe, or it's a more in-your-face, kind of faster-paced, yes. uh, kind of more of a dance hall vibe. And this one definitely has more of the dance hall vibe. It's yes. got a lot of like kind of cool stuff uh, going on with the song. And um, yeah, it's just fantastic. It's typical seed, but it's great. 
Yeah, I'll say this though. The singer's voice was missed. I didn't realize I'd miss it until I didn't have it, you know? But I think there I think there right. was uh I liked it. I agree. I, and and uh it was great. But I, I think there was there could have been something that broke up the uh sort of the uh the uh Peter, Peter Fox of it a little bit more. Right. But I yeah, did there like was it. a lot of Peter Fox. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it's a it's a fantastic song. It's definitely something that uh, will get you moving if you need mm-hmm. a pick me up in the morning. Pop this on. Yes. I also like like the random little code switches between English and German, which yes. is always interesting. And Seed always does that so well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so check that out on our YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast. The song is called Geld by Seed, and their new album will be dropping on the fourth of October. So check yes. that out as well. So, Jared, speaking of uh, stuff in foreign languages, I have our Chinese word of the pod today, which is feng fu. And feng fu, uh, sorry, feng fu. Is rich. I have to always get the, it is rich. Very good. Okay. Uh, Mine is, uh, I'm a genius. Mine is, uh, (laughs) my Spanish word is estad for, for, okay, help me out here. F-O-R-R-A-D-O, forrado. 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 There you go. Or if you're talking about a, a, a lady. Forrada. Um, and what do you think that means? Wealthy? Baller? Yes, yes. We've used baller a lot, but I, I'm looking for a more specific term that is also very commonly used for said ballers, said wealthy people. But maybe it's got mm. a slightly more negative connotation. But it's also about being uh, about those two words you mentioned before. So how negative could it be? I guess. Right. Um, what's the? I'm trying to think filthy of it. Filthy rich. No, oh, filthy rich. Okay. That's filthy fair. rich. That's when you're. That's so what they rich say that, about like the one yeah. percent. They're filthy rich. Right. Their workers are getting nothing. Right. Right. That that is what they say. Uh, well, Jed, I got a couple <laughs> money jokes coming your way. Okay. So. Why should you always borrow money from a pessimist? Because um, they... I don't know why. Because they will never expect it back. That's why I never lend people money as a pessimist, because I know I'll never yep. get it back. I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> what is brown? Has a head and a tail, but no legs. Um, what's that? And no, I'm... Uh, and no, I'm not talking about an amputee uh, <laughs> African-American soldier, but a penny. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if I would have said copper, that would have been too clear because pennies really aren't... I mean, I guess they're kind of brown. Anyways, why don't cows no, have any money, Jerry? Because um, they... Move, I can't think of anywhere to take that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was movie related for you, Jared. Uh, but it is because farmers milk them dry. Oh, gross! Because farmers milk gross, them dry. But, um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, I think to sum up this pod today, two words, Jared, and they both start with L: luxurious and lavish. That's what a lot of these vacations are, and a little yeah. unnecessary unnecessarily expensive in yeah, some ways I, I feel like some like a, some of them a lot of them are just expensive for the sake of being expensive it feels like where it's like 
for a couple of those, especially like that Antarctica one, it's like you're only doing this, like the, the, the luxury of it is to be able to spend the money more than anything. Uh, right. It's like that. That's what the trip is. It's like, oh, let me just think of fun ways to to burn blow large money. amounts of money. <laughs> right. God forbid I right. pay off pay off strangers' uh, loans. Uh, no, right. I'm just gonna do an eight hour trip to a desolate desert, frozen of desert. Snow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's uh, it's really crazy, and uh, I mean, in some sense, money can definitely buy you some freedom, and some of these vacations. Like we talked about being on a secluded island, I think gives you a lot of freedom. Um, or having yes. your own suite in your first class Emirates plane uh, would be pretty legit, yes. that's for sure. Yes. Um, um, and honestly, now that we've talked about some of these crazy things like renting an island and stuff, doesn't sound that expensive. <laughs> right. It definitely doesn't. I might that's consider for that sure. for my next vacation. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Jared, it's been fun chatting with you about some expensive vacations. And uh, if any of our listeners out there have any tips on other lavish and expensive vacations, let us know at untranslatablepodcast uh, at gmail.com. Or you can slide into our DMs on Twitter, Untranslatable1, or on Instagram, Untranslatablepodcast. We would love to hear any tips uh, or recommendations once we get to that baller status of where we should go and what we should do. And also let us know what you enjoy spending money on or not spending money on on your vacations as well on translatablepodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and or Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. We would really appreciate it. We thank you all so much for your support, and we hope you've enjoyed today's episode. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yacuyame, muchas gracias, and shishya.